Ah, hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? That's right, coming at you with a little talking shit. That's right, we're gonna be uh, talking some shit today for an hour and a half every Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. I'm sorry, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What we're gonna talk about today is obviously the 2024 Mustang. The reviewers, is, what is it called? Uh, uh, where, where you're an embargoed car reviewer, you get given a car, you do a video on it, and then Ford says, okay, now you can drop the videos. Now you can blow everyone's mind with the 2024 Mustang. So we're going to talk about the reviews, especially Throttle House's review. I think the Throttle House review was so on the money. because, and I, and I selected a couple of clips of the main issue with the 2024 Mustang that we on this show have been talking about for a long time. No surprises. This show is on the money. The people here that provide information, the people that provide some uh, commentary, the people that I have that work on the inside track of Ford have been right on the money when it comes to the 2024 Mustang. We'll talk about it. We'll get after. And we're also going to talk about Calvo Motorsports all in messing with Precision Turbo. He went, he's done. He don't give a crap no more. He is basically dedicated his Instagram page, his stories and everything to basically go after precision. And I like it because that means he's using his very popular platform to talk about a product that he gave an opportunity to, to make things right in his mind. But then he ended up saying, I have been duped and I'm going to get after it. So before we uh, go too further, let's say hello to the people. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. That's right. It does suck. I love this show. This is a great time. All right, let's uh, get after it. Two Auto Solution. Rami's announced Two Auto Solution. Putting clutches in ZR1s. Putting suspension parts on. I don't know. Vipers down there. Man, Vipers are looking real good. Getting me all itchy. Race Motive, Race Motive uh, race program up in uh, MIR and Pocono Raceway. They have an event coming up. Check it out. DNAHabPerformance, DNAHabPerformance.com. DNAHabPerformance, the online parts house of this channel and the Talking Shit episode. Thank you very much for being some sponsors. DNAHabPerformance.com. Get your parts there. Get shirts, giveaways, you name it. They got it. Parts Farm, PartsFarm.com. They got a bunch of new Coyote Mustangs on the lot. They're going to be giving some stuff away. They're going to be selling some stuff. Good stuff. They sent me a brake booster for nothing. The kid gets taken care of by the parts farm. Conk Performance. Conkperformance.com. Got a new cold air intake he uh, showed on his story. Some Ram Air stuff. Ultimate Header. UltimateHeader.com. Ultimate Header on Instagram. PMAS. Nick James PMAS. Talking about becoming a tradesman. Good stuff on the story. And Calumer Transmission. CalumerTransmission.com has his hands on a 2024 Mustang transmission. Ready to get after it for the next, what, maybe two or three years where the... Uh, platform is going to pretty much just going to die after that. Andy Ali, 2000 MCR, and Coyote Fury, the first three that said hello. Gallo Bravo, Ray Ray, Deuce Did It, Mini Bike Madman, uh, Joe Swish, 2011, Matt, 2007 GT, D-Rock Fox, Oliver Bryant. By the way, Matt, 2007 GT is a mod. Puro B58 power, a la pinche verga, cuz. Puro pinche B58 power, cut. 
Monty Vivordi, it's Oman, Maki Mock, George Figueroa. Don't don't even don't even worry about it. This is about the ugliest Mustang I ever seen. Something made out of the Dream of GTA. It looked like a mismatch with a hefty chicken skinny legs. Maki Mock, clean 93 GT. Maki Mock again. Diego Swish, HCFU grad. Booster Coyote, 508 Josh, Javi, Zach B, Joe Nichols, Robo Style, Chris Rolls, Darren Harper, Brian 03 Crowbar, Killa, Cortese, Travis, Killa again, Zach B, the Penny, 80. Uh, Dynamite, It's Oman again, Greg Green, Upvich, Chris Rolls, 89 Silver Bullet, Dustin Garrison, Oliver Bryan, Mendoza Coyote, Angel Rico, Freedom Rider, Zach B says the 13-14s are goaded, Chris Rolls, Mango Bryan, Mango Brain, Rocco, Abel, Bryson with Paul H, Christian Duran, or Duran, Mod Motor Ray, Mikey, one of one RTR, and the usual suspects, let's get right after it, by the way guys, again, if you want to become a, uh, uh, member, that's the best way to support the show. It's a monthly nut. I get it. I don't really like asking for stuff. But if you want this channel to grow, hit the like button. Share the video. Become a member or give a little super chat to thank the kid or a super thanks after the video has been uploaded and we'll get after it. So we're going to show three clips. The first clip, it's called It's the Same Car. In this clip, this gentleman says, this is the same car. There's nothing different about this Doc, car there's something we need to talk as before. So check it out, check it out, check it out. So this is, again, uh, courtesy of Throttle House. Don't, don't, um, don't uh, copyright me, Throttle House. I'm trying to give you guys a little shout here. Because apparently this is the all-new Mustang. And when I hear all-new, I kind of expect it to be all-new. But it isn't. This is fundamentally the same car as last generation. It's on the same chassis. The suspension design is the same. The wheelbase is identical. Yes, from this pillar forward and from this pillar backwards, there's some new panels. It looks different. And obviously there's been a lot of tweaks to improve the car overall, but it's pretty much the same car. Exactly. This is not an S650. There's nothing S650 about this car. It is an S550 with a different computer, two throttle bodies, two cold airs, but essentially it's like it's like redesigning the it, it, the Fox body. The Fox body was the Fox body was the Fox body, 79 to 93. So nobody ever said Gen 1 Fox body, Gen 2 Fox body, Gen 3 Fox body. It was the Fox body from 79 to 93. Then in 94, while you can bolt some parts on, you couldn't shove the doors in at uh, uh, 94. You, the motor was different. Trans was different. The computer was different. The no, like It was visually completely different than the Fox stuff. Now, the next clip you're going to hear is him basically saying... He's flying blind. The issue with the Mustang that Throttle House has is on the steering. The steering is something he really dislikes on the new Mustang. And listen to it on, in his own words. Heavy. He's like, no, the rod going from the steering wheel to the steering rack is torsionally stiffer by 300%. They remove the little rubber center vibration damper. I was like, oh, good. Maybe we'll get more feedback. We haven't. Also, the steering rack is a bit quicker, but whatever they've done, they've overboosted it because there is absolutely no weight whatsoever in any mode. It does not matter what mode I put the steering in. As I turn into the corner, there's, I don't know if you're seeing this, there's nothing, zero. <laughs> zero feedback 
on the steering. Now, this is something that I totally didn't even think about, but I, I appreciate Throttle House. They're obviously more in tune with the situation than I am. So, when you get in a Mustang and you set the steering stiffness, the steering stiffness is just linear. When you turn into a corner, there is no road feedback. There is nothing on the road that tells you you're about you're oversteering or you're understeering. You're almost going to have to listen and and I hate to say steering with your butt, but if you know what I'm talking about, where you feel your butt on the seat start to drift and you're like, "Oh, the back end is loose. I'm oversteering." Or when you're not turning as much as you think based on steering input, you're plowing understeering. The S550 since 2015 does not have any good driver feedback. Now, the other day I took the Corvette out. I was doing some cold air testing on my own, not with any manufacturer, just, just data gathering on my own. And you know, the funny thing is there's a, there's a nice S turn by jog road here. And I was going a buck 20 and I turned and you know what I felt? Road feedback. I went, Oh, geez. And immediately, I knew that I was oversteering. I went, oh, oh, and I was able to correct it, correct it very quickly. And I went, you know what doesn't have this is an S550. And it, and it kind of just kind of set a light bulb in my head. I'm like, so this is what road feedback feels like. The Mustang does not have that. The S197 does. It's better. But the S550 totally took that away and made you disconnected with the vehicle in a road course situation. Now, in my opinion, that's another reason that Mustangs can be a little squirrely because you don't really have any communication in the steering feel on an S550. And Ford did not fix that on this car. In that video, Throttle House then says, by the way, the Camaro is still a better handling car by a lot. Now, truth be told, I have never driven the latest generation Camaro. I have never driven it. I've driven the older generation, the piece of junk, bumblebee piece of crap that they tried to sell you, that heavy hunk of shit. But the newest one with the lighter chassis, the more nimble and the more powerful LT variant, I have never driven. I've literally never driven. So I said, okay, then that tells me that I need to drive this car. I absolutely need to drive this Camaro to know what they're talking about. Like a, like a one LE variant of a Camaro would be something that'd be interesting for me to drive because everyone says this platform is better than the Mustang. And I honestly haven't driven it to know what they're talking about, especially when it comes to the feedback. So all the ball washers are out there telling you how awesome this car is, but throttle house gave you the most honest review. They literally said it's the same car. The other thing that they said that I thought was really interesting, they said, that the dash does not flow. When you look at your steering wheel, under the steering wheel, you see the gauges, correct? Right, so when you're looking at your steering wheel and it's half round, why do you think, this, why do you think the gauges are half round or rounded at the top? So that they fit under the steering wheel. So when you look down, you see your tack and your uh, speedometer. But because it now has two tablets that are high, it cuts off the view like halfway. So you're looking at these tablets that a big chunk of them is not viewable because the steering wheel is in the way. Shout out to Throttle House for even making that point. And again, we've been saying this for a long time. This, this 2024 Mustang is literally an S550 with a different nose, different tail, 
different computer, but it still has an MTD2. It still has a 5.0, except with two more throttle bodies and another 10 or 15 horsepower. And the starting price is in the mid 40s, not the mid 30s. My brand new 2019 performance package Gen 3 was $37,000. It has gone up $7,000 performance package to performance package in four or five years. That is astronomical to me. So let's talk about Calvo Motorsports, bro. So what he is doing now, he is actively soliciting his customers to say, send me your junk uh, precision stuff and I'll put it on my shit. So this was the post that he put up uh, 11 hours ago. It says, more precision turbo junk. Wait a way to F. Again, I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay monetized. Way to F your customer over. It's like a script you guys must have. Oil feed, wrong size, yada, yada. I got enough of these to last a year. Share this and boycott this junk in this industry. Everyone who has had an issue should go to them and post on their pages. So this guy says, LOL, 6870, 500 miles on it. And look at, obviously, the impeller is super jacked up. Then a guy apparently had a little play. <laughs> and he says, the amount of people messaging me, telling me about their experience of precision turbo is overwhelming. The same story. Turbo fails. They blame everything under the sun. It's the feed. It's the return. It's the wrong turbo. Even though we told you everything to buy, I'll post one of these a day, probably for the next year, just on my inbox DMs. And this guy told them what the story was with that. Ah, uh, that's him driving his car. Now, this is a scary one. This video actually scared me because now I see what he's talking about. The exhaust of Vipers is on the side. So if the turbo fails, guess where the <laughs> guess where the shit's gonna come out? On the side. So <laughs> look at the end of this run and look at the turbo impeller fly out of the car. And there's a guy on the opposite side of the uh, barrier. And if the barrier wasn't there, it would have probably cut right through him. right there so i'm gonna try to replay it i'll try to stop it where i need to we need to stop it let's see if i could time this okay right there oh alex you're good turbo failed right there now keep an eye on here you'll see a projectile dart right really quickly right there bam this thing is what, I don't know, thousands, tens of thousands of RPMs. Not only is it spinning tens of, tens of thousands of RPM, now it's going to the right at about 100 miles an hour. And imagine if that wall wasn't there. Ooh, it would have cut right through that dude. So he is out there letting everyone know, hey, I'm not, I'm not happy with precision. And until they make it right, I'm going to post one of these every day. Now, I don't know anything about that, but I... This is, and again, I'm not a fan or a whatever. I don't, I've never even met the Calvo dude, but I appreciate what he's doing. I appreciate that someone that has a big voice in any platform is willing to put his nuts up and say, fuck this product because they didn't take care of me and I gave him a 14 month lead time. And of course, once you start looking up Calvo and Viper stuff, algorithmically your timeline starts to get fed and nth moto stuff is <laughs> i mean not not to say they're better because i don't know i'm not a i've never driven either vehicle so i am a nobody 
But when I look at Nth Moto's stuff, I go, my God, that stuff looks badass. But again, Calvo, shout out to you for uh, doing that. I, I, I think it's cool that you're not ragging on a company, but if you believe that they wronged you and you're willing to talk that shit, kudos to you. Too many in this industry have stayed quiet about coyote engines, superchargers eating themselves, turbos sucking, turbo kids floating valves and people saying oh you gotta you gotta dump the the the, the downpipe you gotta take the exhaust off and people just stay quiet because they don't want to screw up their sales i appreciate someone that's willing to get after so we'll talk about one of those or both of those whatever you want to talk about but man what a busy busy uh, couple of days with the 2024 mustang being introduced do the reviews now make you comfortable or make you foam at the mouth to get these 24 Mustangs. To me, no. The Dark Horse is basically the GT350, GT350 replacement. And in my opinion, the 350 is better. The GT is too expensive. And it's basically an S550 with a little bit more horsepower. Still MT82. Tablets on the dash. And in that video, Throttle House said that that was a focus group car. What have we been saying on this channel? That that car is a focus group Gran Turismo, drift, gay. It's not even an e-brake. It's a it's an e-handle, basically a button on a handle. It's junk, and this channel thankfully has been right. I have a couple of moles inside, so they tell me some stuff. So good shit, good shit. Holy pucker factor! Imagine you're just standing there at a dyno session. You're nowhere near the exhaust. Don't you guys remember that video not too long ago? where a guy was sitting by the dyno watching a car make a pull and the turbo blew up and it killed him. Do you remember seeing that video? Blood squirting everywhere. I'm not going to show you the video because I don't want to get a copyright striker or some kind of uh, strike on YouTube. But there was a video going around. It's probably on Faces of Death or one of those live leak or whatever where the guy was just sitting on the dyno and the car's turbo blew up. Killed him. Killed him. Cut, cut them right in the neck, kill them. Focus group, what the hell did they focus on? I wonder if the guy would have been SOL if that turbo actually hit him. Dead. Spinning blades, 100 miles an hour, 10,000 RPMs. You are dead. Dead meat. Why I don't stand in dino room? I've seen turbos explode a few times. I'm good. I'll be outside or walk in after the pull. Calling out Bucephalus when ready, he says. The... <laughs> The only S550 that looks okay is the Dark Horse, but it's severely overpriced, $70,000 before markup. Any Mustang is not worth unless it's a 350R. The 350R to me is the pinnacle of S550 performance, by far. It, I've driven it. Guys, next level, next level brakes, next level power delivery, power curve, the 82,000, 82,000, 8,200 RPM factory red line, the sound, the balance, the feel. Guys, there is nothing like a GT350. When you get in a GT, after being in a GT350, you can feel the $30,000 cheapness happening. Drivetrain-wise, not interior-wise. Matt says, shout out to Edelbrock, my 2300 lost rotor bearing after 500 miles, and they sent me a whole new kit for free. Edelbrock sent me a brand new supercharger when mine seized up. That's right. My Edelbrock supercharger on the Fairmont seized up. They sent me a new one. Sent it to Kong. Kong ported it and sent it to me. I never got to make runs on it. Sold everything. Good times. 
you've been right about everything else. Go ahead and tell us how long it'll be before it'll be able to be tuned. Honestly, I think a, a year or slightly less than a year because it shares the F-150 architecture. It shares a similar computer. It shares similar language. So if HP Tuners is able to unlock a 21 and up F-150, I think the 24 and up Mustang should be unlocked fairly quickly. The problem is going to be this. The computer has to be sent out. Now imagine you buy a Dark Horse or you buy a GT. I can't even send you a stock. I can't even send you anything until you send me a stock tune via HP tuners to work off of. I can't get a stock tune until they unlock the computer. And then once they unlock the computer, which could take a week or two, depending on demand, now you get it back. Now you got to get to work. You got to draw the file and send it to us. That could be a week or two or three before you ordered a tune, sent the computer out, sent us a stock file. Get ready for headaches. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Video says it was the clutch that killed him. The clutch. Jeez, I'm sorry. I thought it was the turbo. Uh, Mach 1 got a lot, dude. The D50 is the only S50 I have any interest in. The uh, Aside from that, 11 to 14 is king. I'll just stick to enjoying my old 2.3 Ripple, though, for Cobra. No thanks to the 2024. Um, okay, no offense. The Cobra's a complete piece of shit. Love you. I know you're trying to be like, oh, I'm just going to enjoy my absolute piece of shit uh, carriage that rattles over every bump when a 2015 Mustang is light. Hell, a 2011 Mustang with a blower is light years above your Cobra. No offense. I don't think you're in that league. It's the same Ford listens to people who can't afford the damn car. You see Derek Barron crashes Mach 1? Yeah, I guess a U-Haul truck hit it. You know, what are you going to do? Look. Complex life. Look, you got to look. I almost destroyed the GT500 one time by not looking, you know, when you live in the complex. It's just how it is. Look, I know you guys, oh, did you buy a house? Okay, you're, you can you get four to $600,000 house? Well, it looks I live in middle of bumfuck Georgia. It's only $200,000 here. Well, guess what? You live in the middle of nowhere. I don't. So I can't afford a house here. Not yet. For those that go in straight lines, S197 is probably the best. I don't know what you're talking about, Rupier. The Boss 302 is damn good. Now, the S550 is better, of course. Light years better than the S197. But in my opinion, most of the people that road race, a Boss 302 is plenty. Those things are light years ahead of any Fox body. They, Frank Perdomo had a very built Fox body. I mean, everything. Brakes, suspension, arrow. He's like, dude, an S197 would probably beat me. Like, I could probably do a better lap time in a similarly powered power to weight ratio S197 with not many mods. It's just that better of a chassis. The S550 stepped it up. The 350 and 350R are the absolute ultimate in performance and handling. Not straight line power, none of that stuff. Uh, Coyotes, S197, Coyotes King. If you guys ever get transmission access to the 20 GT500, would that be a game changer? I don't think so. I think you're going to have to start uh, experience, you're going to start experiencing driveline failure. The GT500, have you, if you have, Ben Calmer had bought a DCT from Jake because Jake had two overstock or, or, or seconds where they get dropped off a pallet or something. He still has one DCT. So he looked at the shafts and they look very small and the gears and this and that. He goes, the thing that is saving this transmission 
is the fact that the clutches actually let go when it senses, you know, heat or there's clutch overtemp codes or, you know, it protects itself. If you get full access to it, you're going to start breaking stuff. And that's when you need billet internals. And that's when you think Shep transmissions are $20,000. Uh, you know, the, you're going to start saying nobody's going to pay $20,000 for a built DCT. It's just stupid. They're going to go, wait a minute, wait a minute. What am I doing? I'm drag racing? Yep, you're drag racing. So I'm going to have a $20,000 DCT that's billet. Yeah, or the best Turbo 400 on the planet or a complete T56 conversion for three quarters of the price. Stop it. Wasn't it part of the clutch to kill the guy next to the dyno? Yeah, apparently it's the, I thought it was the turbo, but you might be right. It might be the clutch. Deal. Finally got the fueling issue fixed on my Whipple swap car. 20% off fueling bank to bank on the base file. Okay, or still have something going on. Still have something going on if your fueling is off 20%. Staying with 19 Mustang Roush Stage 2. Um, yes, it has axle back. What the F? What do you think about Brony James getting hospitalized? I had to ask. I mean, the, the jab, right? Like, you got to start asking that question. Everyone has to start asking that question. And a lot of you were jabbed, and I get it. Some of you had to do your job. Some of you live in Canada. Whatever. I wasn't jabbed. I didn't have to get jabbed. Nobody in Lund Racing is jabbed. So you got to start going, okay, is, was he jabbed? Because he's 18 years old having heart attacks. I mean, again, not the cause, but you got to ask that question. Too many people are just, you know, keeling over for no reason. Um, enjoy your base model, Cobra. <laughs> Mach 1 is the best bang for your buck. If you can't get the GT500, best bang for your buck, Mach 1. How much is a Mach 1 versus a GT350? A GT350 is a way better car than a Mach 1. Light years ahead of it. All three Cobra guys are on their own planet. Yeah, exactly. Like, stop. Stop saying you're going to enjoy your 04 Cobra that has a Whipple on it. If you're looking at the dark horse and saying, no thanks, I'll enjoy my Cobra, that is not a flex. <laughs> That's not a flex. Like, if you would have said, let's say, a Roush Stage 2. Meaning the handling package. I'd rather just stick with my Roush Stage 2 than mess with the Dark Horse. Okay, I would understand. But you're you're, you're comparing a, a, a very old, rickety, shitty chassis that is only good in a straight line. Let's be honest. To a S550 that has been refined for almost 10 years. Like, you're not even, you're, you're not even in the same planet. Why, why are you even making that leap? It's, it's weird to me. 13 Boss is the only one I'd buy. I, look, if I'm going to buy an S197, it's a drag car. But if I'm going to go turning, yeah, Boss 302. Us poor people, make sure to hit the like and thank for the live show is the only reason I'm saying I work. Thank you so much. Uh, 465 people watching, less than 200 likes. That tells you a lot about the people that actually, uh, there's about 150 of you that are loyal as hell. Um, hold on, GT500 DCT isn't tunable? No, it's not tunable. Everyone out there that's launching good, it's hacking torque tables or has some torque factors that fool the transmission to able to be able to um launch decently but let's be honest there is zero tuning available for i mean there's very slight gear ratio stuff and some torque reduction stuff but at the end of the day it's not nothing that matters um please go experience a road race event alex i'm gonna i did it's boring as crap i did one and it's on my channel i went with evan smith you know mr mr godzilla I went with him. I hung out with the Steeda guys. I was bored to death. Then I did a uh, road night in America thing with Perdomo. That was fun, but I was in a race car. I felt like like a race car driver. Some guy just prepared a race car for me and got me in it. And I was like, wow, that's cool. But for me to buy one, trailer to an event, race in the event, 
I'm like, and then maintain that vehicle. I, I don't know if I'd enjoy it, to be honest with you. Um, we'll be curious in thoughts on the T56 with the hydraulic slave versus the hard line versus the built MT82. No jab for me. Pure blood, baby. World-class athletes just have heart attacks for no reason. Exactly. Gen 3 turbo 80 turbo build and, and do and not do. Look, I, I'm, I'm going to address that in a video. Um... What's with the tag in your Insta post? What's with what's with what tag in my Insta post? Does Nanny not understand how I roll here? Is he new here? Um, Alex, what do you think about the new 6.8 liter Mustang? Uh, dude, you're a hater with your base model GT. Who, who, who has a base model GT? <laughs> I don't have a base model GT. Cobra owners want to admit their 20 plus owner car is a pile. It is a pile. Look, stop it. 0304 was not was only hot to 07 and and then in 11 the coyote took over right like the moment the coyote came out like cobra was irrelevant forever like even an old rear feed 29 whipple would donkey stomp any cobra oh no what about a two-way candy belt e85 oh the one where you have to have a ba2000 slice everything in half and then when it doesn't want to process rpms past 6,000 rpms when it doesn't want to process, there's just no spark, no math, no, and you scaled everything in half, you got to shove a holly in it. Whereas a stock computer coyote now can rev up to 10,000 RPMs. Stop it. Um, there are Termi owners that think they have the best Ford motor better than the Roadrunner motor. Guys, no offense. The, the, um, the Cobra motor, the stock Cobra motor, looks like a child next to the roadrunner the roadrunner is a grown ass man like stop please stop it revs it processes it's got great parts <laughs> the issue with the cobra is not so much the hard parts it's the tuning and as a tuner what do you think i'm gonna look at what is the most tuned friendly setup there is out there gen 2 mustang architecture it's just the way it's laid out the way it processes the shift schedule, everything that you want to do, it just goes, thank you, here you go, and it, it gives you a good result. The, the 11 to 14, especially the auto, it's a bit of a pain in the butt. If you change your tire size, you got to change everything in the tune. N over V, uh, axle, or not axle, tire revs per mile because it affects the shift points. How many times have I seen in the ticket system where a guy buys a Gen 1 auto, has me dialed it in on a 285 3519. 7400 RPM shift. Ba, ba, ba. Done. Doesn't tell me a goddamn thing. Goes to the track with a 275 6015 and says, Hey, my shift points are jacked up. And I'm like, We dialed them in. Oh, but I put a different tire on. I'm like, Oh, Christ. And then after we dial that in, which takes a little while. You then decide to go to a 50 series tire because you're stupid. And then you go, well, let me get a 331. Well, let me get a 410. And I'm like, oh my Lord. If you're going to go drag racing, this is what you do on a, on a Gen 1. You dial it in on a 3.15 gear auto and a 275-6015 ride the hell out. Stop. Just give it more power. At the time, the Cobra was hot. Now they have classic plates. It's old. Give it up. It's still real to me, Alex. Cobra guys still are hanging on to their barbed wire tattoo. You're, if you have a Cobra right now, you're probably 40. I'm 45. I know I'm old relatively. 
It's over. I don't think I'm hip. I don't think I'm cool. I don't care. I just go out there and race my shit and don't care. But Cobra guys get mad. Like if someone says, your GT500 is whack, it's old. I go, yeah, it's kind of outdated. You're right. Your ZR1 is whack, it's old. Said no motherfucker. Like no motherfucker would ever say that because people to this day still slobber over that car. But Cobra guys physically get ill when you say, your car sucks. What do you mean it sucks? Well, it doesn't process. You need to cut everything in half when you scale everything and you make a certain amount of boost. Um, you need Holly to make a run a number. You need a... Your stock transmission sucks. What do you mean it's a T56? Yeah, 10 spline input shaft. You got to just do a whole bunch of stuff just to get this thing to do something. What about the MT82? I'd argue stock for stock. The MT82 can hold up to more abuse than a stock T56 on a Cobra. I went 10-1 on a stock MT82. Sorry, T56. I went 10-70 on a stock MT82. Has anyone... I don't know how long the 10-spline shit lasts, but I can't imagine it's long. Uh, no fear. Exactly. No fear stickers. Pamela Anderson posters on your wall. Barbed wire tattoo. You still listen to Motley Crue like it matters. Have you listened to Motley Crue? Have you, have you listened to Vince Neil? Uh, let me see. Have you have you listened to Vince Neil? Like this is, <laughs> like this is what Cobra guys sound like now, saying that their car is badass. Footage from recent. <laughs> Let's hear that again. This is a Cobra guy saying, "We got we got fortune turtles." Poor vocals. Wow, wow. I need to make that a sound clip. Like, you guys, it's over. It's over. Stop. Just just ignore it. Someone says you suck. You say, yeah, we suck. It's old. It's over. Cobra guys got click, click, boom on repeat when they drive. Cobra guys still listen to, like, Disturbed, like their first album. <laughs> and System of a Down. They're like, oh, that's so badass. Different solar systems. Uh, Big Johnson shirts. Would you... Rather have a built motor YSIC 6 e 6 No, ZR1. Bye. Next. Um, thanks for the money, hard hat Eugene. I'd rather have a, a ZR1. I wouldn't, I wouldn't build a Z06. No offense. Nothing against the Z06. The, to me, the Z06 is a great road race car. If you can get the uh, motor valve situation handled, I think the C6 Z06 with a Cam E85 as a road race car would be freaking phenomenal. The moment you start boosting and blah, 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 just get a ZR1 or a Fox body. Don't forget the Rovos, exactly. Pack it up, right? Like every, what are, what are the wheels that every asshole had back then? The FR500s? Like every Cobra asshole bought 17 by 12 or 18 by 12 FR500 wheels. And had R88s that were contacting like a slight chunk. Is it FR500? Cobra FR500. Images. Uh, yeah. Uh, every stupid ass Cobra owner had these wheels. The FR500s. They had as 18 by 12s. And they had R88s on it at 460 real world horsepower. Boy, what the hell is you doing? What the hell is you doing? What do you think you're going to do with 18 by 12 FR500s in a Cobra at 460 horsepower? Clown ass clown. Get the fuck out of here. 
I got the meats. You make 460. Boy, shut up. Yeah. FR500 five spoke 18 by 12s. 18 by 12s. What the hell do you think you're doing? I got to get 18 by 12s with R888s in the back. Well, that's stupid. I feel personally attacked by your musical criticism. I do not have a Cobra. <laughs> to be fair, Dad believes Led Zeppelin is going to be the last tour half bolted on. Isn't it? Just the valve spring keepers issue on the Z06. If it weren't for the head issue, I would have loved seeing Z06 guys get after with stock heads and stock cam. Me too. Right. 335s. Like, like Cobra guys are like the weirdest guy. They would flex on their tire size. Tire size. 460 rear wheel horsepower. How 600 rear wheel horsepower. All he needs is a 275-6015. No, you got it. Alex, you don't understand the IRS. Shut up with your stupid 335s, R888, FR500, 1812 wheels. Shut up, stupid. Like, it's over. There's a guy in his driveway right now staring at FR500s in his Cobra going, fuck this guy. And then he unsubscribes to me. Then he hits a like button like two months later because I made fun of a three-valve guy or something. Alex, any thoughts on why the Pro Chargers and Viper suck, but when they go turbo, they are insane? You know, I don't know that. I'm going to be honest with you, Jer... I don't know anything about Viper. I am not in that world. I wish I was in that world. I wish I was rich enough to be in that world because I think it is a wonderful vehicle. I'd love to have a 12, 1300 horsepower Viper sequential pop, 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 badass shit. But no, I can't swing that stuff. It's just big money. <clears throat> but I don't know why. I mean, Pro Chargers suck in general in a streetcar. In race car stuff, sure. Crank mounted Pro Chargers make a buttload of power. But I still don't care. 13-4 GT500 was stocked with 285s, I think. Whoa, my dick is 4 inches, but my rears are my rears only are 14 inches. Right, my God. All the tire just to get mad wheel hop. <laughs> Look, Cobra guys were special because I was on the forums on svtperformance.com. To this day, to this day. To this day, to this day, to this day, to this day, you stupid sons of bitches think that snake bitten guy doing burnouts is a badass video. Oh my God, listen to that car. I listened to Restriction and the guy beating the ever living snots out of that car and it was probably never the same after that. I saw Coyotes guys do the same and then they have ticking sounds and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a, oh, did you ever watch a snake bite video of him doing burnouts in some weird industrial complex? Yeah, it was dumb. What the hell was he proving? That it just... It was the it was the original sideshow. I'll show you. I'll show you. This is this video is like the Dead Sea Scrolls for Cobra guys. Uh, burnout. Yeah. This video has 6.4 million views. This is like the Dead Sea Scrolls. This is like... The uh, Ark of the Covenant. This is everything. Two, two Cobra guys. This is their. This is their everything. Take a. This is what Cobra guys aspire to be. Could you imagine? And half of you guys that think this is badass, you're gay too. Yep, that car's blown up. IATs, 
Yep. Uh, right there, it, IATs are 210. Probably blew up. Cool. Cool. Oh, Kenny Bell of, oh my God, you know that sucker's a thousand degrees. This car, to this day, Cobra guys think matters. Cobra guys think it's badass. It's the gayest shit ever. To this day. I go, why is he doing burnouts? What's he doing? Like, I think burnouts are stupid unless you're about to make a pass. Exactly. On his way to 12s in the quarter mile. Dang. That car probably was a solid 12-1 car at 125. Finally, got the wheels to spin. Wee! Hey, you know, after that, the car never ran right. Um, hey, Lund, can you look at the log real quick? It never ran right after I just was cruising with my boys. What were you doing? I was beating the ever-living shit out of it up and down the street. Yeah, exactly. Of course, Brett Burke. Of course that video got you heavy into cars. It's like people that got into cars because of Fast and Furious. Gay, 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 gay. I can make the case that the people that got into cars from the Wraith back to the future um what other car bullshit uh, born to run are probably 70 for 75 percent less gay than people that got into it because of fast and furious if i was to put every motherfucker that got into cars because of fast and furious in a room i guarantee three quarters of them are have sucked a dick the others sucked a dick, but they've never tell you about it. <laughs> oh, he ain't got nothing on Mustang lifestyle, though. Uh, thought that was going to be a silver cobra going one to five burnout. Watch that in high school to get gapped by a coyote. We should do. We should coyote or roadrunner swap a cobra. Watch them lose their mind. People have done that. And no one cares, honestly. Like, like cobra guys don't care that you swap a coyote in a cobra because it's a step up. Depending on the coyote. Now, if you put an F-150 motor in a Cobra, okay, you didn't do anything. But you can make power easy. You can still make 10 PSI, 600 horsepower, whereas a Cobra, you need like, I don't know. What what what, what are stupid-ass mods that Cobra guys had to do back in the day to get those things to do anything? I don't know. The Wraith? The street racing movie? Yes. Um... Need for Speed Underground, uh, Kristen, Smoking the Bandit, Back to the Future, Cobra Make Good Parts, Cobra Guys, da, 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 da. Don't, Ian, worry about it. It says, I got heavy into the cars hearing that the C6 CR1. <laughs> What's a CR1? Is that like the, after the C6, after the, are you from the future? What's a CR1? What the hell is that? Sounds like a cleaner. Bullet got me into cars. That American Graffiti. Poor second shift racing. Not gonna lie, Lambo's got me in a car. Wraith is OG. Well, I can cause a coyote to have a piston to valve contact. The piston got dislodged from the rod. That's the valve either drops out or the piston says bye and it goes up into the valve. The the valve there there unless the the chains let go, unless the chains let go on the on the on the uh, time timing chain. Or the valve let go, or the or the piston said, "I'm out, peace." There's no reason it should have piston to valve contact. There's some cool stuff. Says never saw the video before. Where can you get one of these cars? Wow, the Wraith was a sick movie in its day. My dad got me into cars. It wasn't any movies. Same here. My dad got me into cars with a piece of junk Cadillac. Your content is way better than Mustang Lifestyles, even though he has way more subs. He does have a lot more subs, and again, that tells you a lot. Look at the okay, percentage wise. I have what, 60, 65,000 or whatever. If I put out a video on a Sunday, 
by Tuesday, I'll have six to 7,000 views. And those views will be probably three quarters of the video. Mustang Lifestyles has over 100,000 and he has three to 5,000 views. That kind of tells you a lot about what's going on there. Subs don't necessarily mean more views. Z or one is a mistype. Gotcha. I don't know. C and Z. Okay, they're kind of close to each other. The Pumpkin Color 350 Roll Racing Hellcat is the best sound of a roll race video on YouTube. I mean, the lady you tag in your Insta post. Oh my God. Sophia Vergara, you don't know that joke? You don't know that inside joke? Stop it. Crack pipe burnt off the finger that was going to hit that Z. Got into cars because of the Low Rider magazine. Got into racing because of Hot Rod magazine. IRS brace so it doesn't implode. Swapping the burnt out alternator Hollywood Nights. Good car movie. Rod Bearing being toasted can cause a piston of valve contact too. Rod Bearing being toast can cause a... I mean, yeah, depending on how loose it is. Um, Wait a minute. What did it say here? Life, Mustang Lifestyle doesn't get any views though. I mean, dude burnt up a clutch doing a third gear burnout. Dump, stop it. You can't... You Stop. That channel knows nothing about nothing. And I don't know who the hell watches that to be... To be entertained, yeah. But to, to learn anything, hell no. Um, my neighbor had an old school Firebird. Okay, well, before we get into all that stuff, do you think that because Calvo is talking some smack on precision, does that make you balk at buying precision turbos when we live in the 800 to 1100 world where nowhere near 2000 horsepower? Like, it doesn't bother me. Like, I don't go, oh yeah, precisions are such junk. I'm going to purposely avoid them. No, I know they're junk. I know they tend to smoke on diesel. I know that it needs a lot of help for them to, and they're cheap. They're cheap. You know, they, they have a lot of different fitment. Um, they have they have options for fitment. But at the end of the day, we don't live in the two thousand horsepower world. So maybe Calvo would have a lot of effect on the sales of high end guys. I'm saying R8s, Lambos, stuff like that. But don't those guys use Zona rotors, Zona uh, turbos anyway, like a fat house does? Or, like, it doesn't bother me none. But again, I'm a nobody that makes barely a thousand horsepower. So it doesn't, and I'm a supercharger guy. So I, I really, I really don't care. Now, when I see someone post like a, a Whipple deal, and I haven't seen many Whipple failures unless they're really getting after it, then I'd go, okay, that might affect me because if a customer wants my advice, like, the, I have a customer right now that has a 3.8 Whipple. On a S550 built car, 4R200, and I said, why? He goes, I want to go sevens. And I'm like, I love you. That, that just sounds like a nightmare to me. Like uh, a 20 PSI 3.0 and get the car really light, but a 3.8 with a big 150 throttle body and a big 150-something Cobra Jet, you're just asking for throttle closure failures, P2119 codes, P2112 codes. I'm like, at the end of the day, the easiest way to go eight or seven, just stick twin turbos in it. And, and if it's precision stuff under 1100 horsepower, you're fine. I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to really make a big dent in their stuff. And I think Calvo's going to realize that. He's going to realize that all he's going to do is look salty or not. Maybe he has a more prominent name in the industry than I think he does. And maybe it'll affect sales. But I don't, I'm not in the 2000 horsepower world, so I'm not worried about it. I love watching ML for the riveting tuning content and the seven-year-long giveaways. Those are my favorite. My favorite thing is to go onto um, YouTube channels that have been giving away something for a year, and they still tell you to like what what threshold do you need to meet to sell that car? Why don't you just sell the car? How many cars have I sold since I've been on this chat? I, I sold my truck. 
my white 19, and my red S550. I also sold my 11 GT. I've sold four cars. I don't, I don't think giving it away and waiting for something, like it's so weird. Just sell it. Just sell the car and get the money. Um, da -da -da -da. Turbo sounds sexy, but I don't want the problems of maintenance. PD blower and the plan for my Boss Zero 2. Look, you're even going to start seeing some... Okay. The, I have never seen a product. And again, I don't run the product, so maybe you can look at it as I'm being biased or not. I have never seen a product take off like ESS stuff. Exactly. Rest in peace, red car guy. I have never seen a product take off like ESS products. Every other tune I make is an ESS tune. And I am blown away that Vortec, Paxton, and Procharger has absolutely disappeared from the landscape of supercharging. The, the fact that drag racetracks are closing and that most of the guys do roll racing anyway. They just stick an ESS G3X twin pump fuel system, 100 millimeter pulley, and that bitch lives at 800, 900, and it lasts. Stock trans, stock motor, it's just the soft power curve down low, then it just eats up top, and the coyotes absolutely love it. Like, I've never seen that take off. So I wonder if ESS would ever make, like, race spec superchargers. Because right now we have a Whipple 3.8 at Lund Racing that made 12.70. Now that's impressive, but if you're just talking horsepower, I think centrifugals can get there easier and without having to deal with intercoolers or, or air to water stuff. You could literally have a really efficient air to air and have like a G5 or, or something crank mounted, like, an, like a similar to an F-Series Pro Charger I think ESS would probably be wise to do a little research and see what they can do for the racer. I'm saying big, big horsepower stuff. You'd be surprised a lot of positive displacement guys are probably going to go, I just want to make 11, 1200, and if I can get there easier with a centrifugal, I'll do it, as opposed to running intercooler pumps, big, massive, heavy superchargers in the front of the car. You know, so I've always wondered why centrifugals... I know you can just get an F-Series if you want an F-Series. But the fact that ESS has really made a huge dent in the centrifugal car game, centrifugal supercharger game, kind of blows my mind. Um, not to mention, calling out Bucephalus when Reddy says, he claims to know a lot but really doesn't. What does he know? Him having his own shop seems to have boosted his ego and now he thinks he's a coyote professional. Look, that channel was split amongst like five guys. If anyone takes their car to Mustang Lifestyle to get work done, you get what you deserve. Are you ashamed you live in the same state as Mustang? No, I don't care. He, okay, I live in South Florida. You, you, I live in South Florida. It is not Orlando. It is not Geneva. It is not New Smyrna. It is Palm Beach, um, Jupiter, Delray. Boca, no, I am not in Florida like he is in Florida. It's like saying Tampa is Florida. Tampa's not Florida. Tampa is like Michigan South. 
I just love the TV assistant power. I'm on the street so much more than at the track. Who is the market leader when it comes to turbocharger technology? I don't know because honestly, I'm not in that world. Alex lives in Palm Beach. He and Mustang Lifestyles is now this exactly. Alex, lock on IMR season APSI. I'm on 19 now. APSI, that ain't shit. Leave it alone. ESS took over BMW M3 game back in the day before they went turbo from the factory. ESS, I am blown away. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know the marketing, but the product speaks for itself. And people like Valley 10 Speed put a blue check mark on ESS stuff. Not me. I'm just some dumb tuner. I was I ran it, loved it, made good power, and I was very happy with the install. Super easy. But people like Valley 10 Speed went all in, shoved the 95 millimeter pulley on it, E85, um, cams, and he was roll racing going deep for 16-130. That's 1,000 horsepower ZR1 times on a centrifugal supercharged S550 that weighs 3,500 plus pounds. Impressive. Take your 5.8 to MLS and get a 5.4. Okay. How much more do you have to invest to get a solid ESS kit? I don't know. I'm not saying turbo should blow up, but I feel like anything over 2,000 horsepower, you can't be surprised if pissed if something blows up. I don't think so, Tyndall Z28. So if I have a V10 stroked, stroked Viper motor built, built by like FFRE or someone, and I have, and I call Precision, I go, hey, Precision, this thing's going to live in the 21, 2200 horsepower range. There you go. Here you go. And they spec out a turbocharger for my application, should I feel okay if it blows up? Oh, well, the super, the, the turbocharger you specced out blew up. I put the lines where you wanted them. I put the turbo, I put the, you know, the piping the way you wanted them. And now it blew up and I should just be like, well, shit happens? No, 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 no. That's like saying you buy a Steve Morris SMX, only run it at 2,000 horsepower and it grenades itself. It should not. I remember you were, I was against ESS at first because I had no idea what was going on. I said, oh, just another freaking centrifugal? We've already done this. Now, this is the reason I think it's different. The moment I saw the bracketry, I went, oh, this is actually engineered well. Nothing against Vortec, but mounting a Vortec is the stupidest thing I've ever done. The bracket. The belt change, unless you've done it 16 times, the belt change is insanely difficult. And where it sits is not favorable. You see the snorkel, you see, I'm like, no. The ESS mounts all the way in the driver's side. It sucks in air from under where the light is in the fender well. The bracket is one big old bracket that's pre-assembled. You just put it in and that's it. And someone like me that has never done it before, beginning to end tuned and running in eight hours. That That is saying something about the engineering of the kit. And have you picked up an ESS supercharger? They're way lighter than a Vortec. Almost half as light than a Vortec. Alex, why am I getting a PO430 on Gen 3, 60K, but it comes and goes, 100% stock, by the way. Your catalytic converters are probably going out, Skyman. The car is experiencing catalytic inefficiency issues. Again, let's Google it together, PO430. 430 and this is what I do any anytime someone says Alex what's PO430 I google it for them and I go it's a catalyst system inefficiency threshold okay here it is googled oh jesus alex jesus sponsors shut out the sponsors right here PO430 code from parts for parts carparts.com catalyst system efficiency below threshold bank 2 420 is bank 1 
So you're, you have an issue with the efficiency of the catalytic converter. The front O2 sensor and rear O2 sensor are not jiving because something is going on in between them, a.k.a. the cat. So your cat's fucked up. I just made 709 verbal horsepower with my VMP power 2 valve. Can't wait to get some quarter mile numbers. Okay. Eth Motor built a, vent, built a green Viper ACR that makes 2,500 horsepower. Billet TR60 Trans, 66 Trans, still rocking that manual. Yes, but I think it's a clutchless engagement into the gears. The Turbo Experience Rapid Unscheduled Disassembly. It did not survive the test. EPA says, but Alex, what about the torque booster? So we had other people on the show that, pro that, that promoted the Vortec. And I remember saying, when I had the Vortec in my 19, to that person, hey, the belt change is ridiculously long and stupid. So if you do a 3-3 pulley, and let's say you run out of tension, you got to move the tensioner down a little bit, the idler pulley, and it's not enough. So now you got to change the belt out from beginning to end. It's over a half hour. I'm sorry. It is over a half hour. The ESS belt change is beginning to end five minutes, and it does not have a dedicated drive, meaning it does not have a uh, auxiliary pulley moving the supercharger around the ess kit utilizes the front sheath on the stock balancer stock crank balancer rib and a six rib listen the six rib ess 195 millimeter pulleys do not experience a lot of belt slip they seem to just the belt wrap is super if you look at the the belt wrap that's the other thing look at the belt wrap on an ess it has a big pulley on purpose for belt wrap reasons. And the way the pulleys and idlers are set up is to have superior belt wrap. You don't need a grip tech. You don't have uh, belt slip issues generally on an ESS kit. It's good stuff. Should I go VMP or Ripple on my Gen 2 Coyote? Depends on how you want the power delivered. VMP hits harder down low. Whipple has more top end. Maybe we did too much pulls. Don't forget the on three times kit instructions came on that napkin. Oh my lord. That BL Fab kit, look, I like the guys that make BL Fab kit. It's, it's great. I had no idea. I had to make my car have a bumper exit so I can breathe in exhaust fumes. Could you imagine? You have a exhaust in the front? How stupid is that? I said, no, I got to find a way of routing it to the back because I am not going to breathe in 260 GT in my mouth when I do pulls. This is the dumbest shit ever. That kit is a race-only kit. Now, before you guys say you could drive it on the street, look, a street car to me has everything that works. Proper exhaust being one of them. Exhaust out the back so you don't die on the 2-3 shift from carbon monoxide or whatever poisoning. No, thank you. Yeah, he told me the belt could be changed in three minutes. He'd never done one if he thought three minutes. And he goes, oh, Brian, finish like finish it in three minutes on a lift? Sure. If you take the whole front, look, how long does it take to take take off the splash shield? That's right. If you have a performance package S550 and you want to keep everything stock except have it supercharged, how long does it take to, for you to take out 17 screws and the little flapper thing where the oil filter is? That that doesn't take five minutes. Oh, you could do it from the bottom. If you that splash shield is going to take me at least, got to get the carp in the air, got to get 17 screws out. Stop it. Oh, 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 you're going to leave that off? 
So when you go over a puddle, your whole engine bay gets a a, a, a gigantic wash from street juice. Fuck out of here. People just, I, I, I can't talk to people that say five minutes on a lift. I still remember the fang that came on your kit. Absolute joke. I love that I made video. See, this is one thing my channel does well. Oh, you know, I forgot I had these. I totally forgot I had these. I had I have a mouse with a red car on it. And you know what? I get nostalgia. This car was just such a G, bro. It'll happen again. I'll get into an S550 again. And the plan is to do what I've always said can be done. Eights with a twin turbo kit. Stock motor. Stock trans. Converter. Axle. Suspension. Less than $50,000. And then sell the car. Buy a Gen 2. Throw a twin turbo Aldo kit in it. E85 fuel system. 1300s. Axle suspension. Keep the budget under $50,000. Go eight, nine, nine ones, and then sell it. But anyway, where was I? Uh, what's it say here? I still remember the fan. Da, da, da. That's why you go to Trader Performance. Has belt easy change kit for the packs. And no thanks. The majority of people who hit on On3 probably can't even beat. And On3 probably a bunch of NA guys. No, no, no. Look, On3 is made to make power cheaply. But with cheap parts come shitty installs. It takes you three times to put it on. I've seen many on three kids get put on and it's a joke. You really have to take your time and it should not be your main vehicle. Hey Alex, why don't I get sleepy every time I drive my car with a bumper exit? Right. When you have a BL Fab kit or any bumper exit and you go, what? You might pass out. And I just realized I'm not live. Four minutes behind. Disregard. Thanks for the code talk. Got it. If you sell those, I would buy it. These things, these, uh, I don't even know what to do about these, but this, this is such a badass thing. I don't know where I got these, but, um, I thought they were cool. I, I thought they were really cool. This car is just such a bad, I got two of them. Look at this one's worn the hell out. Oh yeah. This one's, this one's worn the hell out. Look at nasty juice. And this one's all new, bro. I, I love that car. I miss that car. I don't miss it. It was a piece of junk, but, um, I love that car. Oh, what did I do? Did I uh, get rid of, oh, I think I got rid of something. Am I still streaming? Oh, what did I do? I think I got rid of us. Oh, Alex. Oh, Alex. Control shift T. Come back. Come back. Oh, man. I think I got rid of the show. Great. Good job, dumbass. Uh, I got I got to go back to YouTube. I got to find you guys. I hope I hope I'm not off. I think I'm still I'm still streaming. As long as the uh whatchamacallit is not up. Let me see. YouTube Studio. I got to go to Yeah. I'm sorry. I clicked the button with the mouse and there goes that. <laughs> I want to make sure I get back on so I am um, seeing what's happening live. There you go. Enter studio. Beautiful. Okay. So, yeah, show still on. Thank you. Because I hit a button and everything went off. Um, yeah, in my opinion, in my opinion, um, that Gen 2, in my opinion, if I would have kept it a little longer, see, I, I was in between stuff. I, I had the Fairmont. I had the ability to coyote swap it. I had help back when Mikey was helping, back when Jake still had lifts in his garage. And he's like, let's do it. And they were super jazzed about doing it. Thank you for letting me know you guys are all still here. Beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, But I had like a limited time. And what happened was it ruined, in my opinion, my supercharged S550 experience. I should have dialed in that combo on the... S550, but I was breaking transmissions left and right because the car's heavy. I broke two transmissions. The power plant was still fine. I broke a converter. I broke a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, I am just, I broke axles nonstop. I broke 800 horsepower axles, then upgraded to 1300 horsepower axles. And I'm like, this is just getting stupid. Whereas the Fairmont, 
was fine, but then I had fueling issues nonstop. I should have just left it alone and dialed in the combo on the S550. So if I get myself in another S550, it's gonna have trans, uh, my baby clutches. I'll say, Jake, put some clutches in it and a, and a, and a forward planet. Um, still six speed. Uh, twin turbo Aldo kit, E85, 1300s, go eight, sell it <clears throat> for like $50,000. Um, Alex had a Jim Farley moment. Exactly. Take that Elon Musk. And, and again, what's going to happen when you guys, a mouse pad giveaway would be cool. I'll look into it. I'll look to see if I can, I'll look to see if I can get these going again, but I think I need to give them the digital file. So if I can get mouse pads uh, done, that'd be cool. Um, anyway, back to it. If, what the fuck was I saying? Um, but the, if I can get into, if I can get that SY50 done quickly and get it, you know, sell it for like 50 grand, I, I'd have to do the whole project before a year. And that's going to be real tough with, I have to have the GT500 done and I have to have the Fox body running tens because I, I probably would sell the Fox body to get into an S550, but not before I went nines with Nitrous. Uh, Nitrous Outlet reached out to me. That's right, Nitrous Outlet. The guy, um, Dave, I think is his name. He reached out to me. Is it this one? No, that's not it. This one, this guy. I am sick of y'all shit. This guy. And I'm going to tell you right now. You know, fucked up. That guy reached out to me and his um, marketing department reached out to me and they said, hey, would you like a kit heavily discounted? I said, sure, but I'm not ready for it yet. But I appreciate it. So once I get the, I have a throw bearing issue with the uh, Fox. Once I get that fixed, get it to the track, run 10s NA. Once it runs 10s NA, boom, let's get a nitrous kit on it. Get it on C16, make 650 rural horsepower, get it to a track, run nines, sell it. <clears throat> Um, even if they aren't still buy from them, they're amazing. Hey, Alex, I, ID, my God, cookies still on. No, they're not keeping the disco ball spinning. I wanted to make it car centric, but I still support what they, what they do. Section eight, mouse pad, mouse pad fund. Would you have done a build six R80 or turbo 400 swap for your consistent eights? I would have been done a build six R80. I would have said, Jake, I love this turbo 400. We got to either get three seventy threes in the back or a six speed, uh, 6R80 only because I think it'll, it would have gotten there easier. If, can we get a mouse pad of Shelby, Dave or Cobra Ken? Wow. If you want to do a Tuesday cookie or coffee giveaway, like old times, feel free. Uh, another time. What happened to the other channel? Look, uh, fast fleet. I have to pay attention to the channel that's making the most money. The other channel made a whopping $200 a month and it took up four hours of my life. And I went, no, it, no, I it's it just wasn't popping. It just wasn't what people wanted to see. The 70 or so people, maybe to 100 at a time, would watch. I appreciate you guys, but it just wasn't happening. It wasn't worth my time. I hate to say it that way. And I'm in a really happy situation right now. So I'm not out there experiencing the silliness. And I think the channel was better when I was out there experiencing the silliness. Now, if I become single, sure, I'll start up the channel again. But I don't see that happening for a while. Alex, I just installed the harmonic intake for some whistle tips. Here we go. Trying to, he's trying to make too many jokes. You aren't selling the facts yet. The facts, yeah, I am. See, the nostalgia wears off really quickly with the fox. The handle broke. That's right. The, the handle to get in broke. The windows go up all weird. The locks work when they want to. It has fox body problems. I still have a leak in the windshield, so I have to replace the windshield. But the car is fast. 
I just want the car for the speed. I don't want to do a complete resto project where I'm fixing every single little thing on the car so that then it is a brand new car by the time it's all said and done. No, go fast, run a number, get it out of your life. There are Vipers out there that you want. There are Grand Nationals out there that you want. There are S197s out there that you want. There are Starlets and DSMs out there that you want. So we got bigger fish to fry. Fairmount Mousepad for the win. Can we get everyone in the chat to take five seconds and give a thumbs up? Says Evil, uh, Evil Cobra. Yeah, look, we got 487 people on, had about 500 for a while. That's the longest I've had. But because the, that's what I was getting at. Now that the ball washers are out with, with their reviews and you see the reviews are not glowing, it is what we thought they it was going to be. They are who we thought they were. Do you go... Damn, I'm disappointed. I really was hoping that I really was hoping that the uh, Dark Horse and the GT were going to be a complete departure from what they were. Then you find out it is the S550 with just different skin, tablets, same MT82, a little bit more horsepower in the motor, and a harder to tune computer. Why not just get yourself into a 23 and under car that is fully tunable now? Like, I don't even understand why you would even think of getting yourself into a new Mustang when there are just as good tunable Mustangs right now out there that you can buy tonight. I, I, I think you're crazy. The Baltron mouse pad. Look. You guys want ball? You guys want mouse pads? I'll 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 think of some Baltron mouse pads, Fairmont mouse pads, and this this guy, you know, this guy mouse pad. We'll see. Uh, look, I'm trying to. I was okay. The giveaways I was planning to give away in August fell through because of politics. Let's just say that I was gonna give away some cool shit, but politics got in the way. So you're gonna have to wait maybe another six to eight months to see any of that come to fruition, which is so frustrating. I'm telling you guys, if Lund Racing was on a was on a level playing field, everyone would be toast. Toast. And which which brings me to my next point. Why doesn't if right now in 2023 the most by volume tuning company is Lund Racing. And we go away. What do you think happens to the Mustang in terms of aftermarket and what people are experiencing out there? You saw what happened with the DI stuff if you're a Lund Racing fan. You saw what we posted on DI stuff the other day. That's exciting. Imagine you're able to put a Gen 3 TVS in a 2018 Mustang. Imagine you're, put, you're able to put a 2.3 Roush or 2.3 Gen 2R in a Gen 3 Mustang by getting rid of the DI. Ooh. So imagine that goes away. Imagine that goes away. So now that's gone. Lund is gone. Who are you stuck with to make your cars fast and innovate? Who are you stuck with? You're stuck with a bunch of jabronis that don't know shit and they wait for sucked off files to see what we're doing and people say well why is it that lund racing is always innovating like multi-tune we were first and we're still the top selling dealer for pcm tech stuff by far it's not even close well on the ford side of things i don't know anything about chevy 
or Australian stuff. So let's say we go away. Who are you stuck with? Now, why does Lund Racing have exactly Anderson PMS? Exactly. So why is it that Lund Racing has that kind of innovation? Simple. We work harder. We live, breathe, eat this shit. We have talented individuals. We have not only talented individuals, we have guys that are consistent. Dakota, Brandon, Nardi, Devin, me, Junior, Senior, and Cheryl. We are consistently head down, get your ass to work. We like money. Let's get after it. Let's go. Hey, let's innovate. Hey, we got this problem. Alex, you got anything down? Alex, you want to rent a 2.7 truck? Sure. Alex, you want? I, I bought a Gen 3. I have a GT500. I had a Coyote swap. I had a 19 GT. I'm willing to invest into the product R&D so that you guys can benefit from that. No other company is doing that. So why doesn't Ford bend over backwards and help us out? Because if we go away, the Mustang allure because of tuning goes away. Tell me, guys, what other platform anywhere is hinging on one tuner existing? Like, does BMW have multiple competent tuners that can get it done? I'm sure. Do GTRs have competent tuners, multiple of them, that can get it done? I'm sure. Chevy has about 10 trillion tuners that can get it done. Sure. On the Coyote Mustang front, all generations, there is only Lund Racing than everybody else. And it's just not only volume, because it, let's, let's imagine, can anyone else handle the volume? Let's say we go away and the last two or three second, third, fourth place tuning companies grab all of our volume. They will drown. They drown now. They drown now and they don't have a third of quarter, an eighth of our volume. So I am absolutely mind blown that Lund Racing is not called on by anybody at Ford, Ford Performance, Ford Racing, Ford CEO, whoever, and say, what can we do so that you guys continue to be the innovators at the forefront. I know other people that have the kiss of Ford think they're the best, but when it comes to volume, you are not even in the same fucking galaxy. You're an Andromeda. You're way the fuck out there. You're way out there. Stop it. Lexus, if it wasn't for RR Racing, there wouldn't be much tuning for them. Thank you, Elver. That's a good That's a good example. I don't know if it's true, but we'll see. I would sell my car right now if Lund went away. Uh, you know, you're old. I never watched WWE. Jabroni's from The Rock, WWE, when he was in wrestling. Running the wideband sensor with a roach clip on the exhaust tip. Um, James Cooper, I can see Ford doing a tuning program. That'll be offered at a crazy price, but will still be covered in the warranty. Two weeks for a response from the other guys. Nope, I'll learn myself. Right. And, you know, people are out there trying to sell a program that allows you to tune your Coyote yourself. HP Tuners has, you know, the MPVI and you can draw the file and then you can hope you can get shit done. Unless you know how the computer works, unless you know the ins and outs of the how, compu- how, how the computer is processing and what it's doing and what it's looking for, you'd be lost. You, you're just, you're just, look, 
There was a guy that said, it's easy to shut off DI. Just shut off the switch. Go ahead and shut off the switch. See what happens. See if the thing even idles. Stop. So the fact that we can really, not we, Junior is the programmer, meaning he goes into the ones and zeros. Senior and Cheryl run the business. Everyone else slams orders so that we can get that money to be able to R&D, to be able to buy cars. Like we probably have, Lund Racing probably has 10 cars dedicated to R&D. Street stuff, EcoBoost stuff, manual auto stuff, GT500 stuff, and race car stuff with a stock computer. Nobody is doing what we're doing. And I'm still blown away that Ford does not hit us up. Blown away by that. <clears throat> it's like turning down Shelby. Uh, I don't know if I like that example because Shelby doesn't do anything, right? Okay, you're saying Shelby now or Shelby then? Because Shelby now, that's one thing. Shelby then, I mean, it was something else. Shelby then was really something else. The best else. vehicle I ever owned was an automatic 65 twin supercharged Cobra. Ooh. I could stroke your dick while going 200 <laughs> miles per hour. No problem. <laughs> oh, more cow Shelby. Dodge years were rough. It's either Bill Dodge, GLH on me's, or sell my booty hole for 20 bucks a pop. Whoa. Man, every time I see my signature on shit like suitcases and cereal boxes and chili, it makes me think, why didn't I marry my college boy? Uh, he doesn't finish that college boyfriend. The only Shelby truck I had anything to do with was the Dodge Shelby Durango in Dakota. Those are more Shelby than any F-150 piece of shit. Exactly. I get it. Man, I could go for tall glass of Mexican dick right now. I get it. You know what else I was blowing off in the weeds? Your dad. Whoa. So I get it. I understand why you would say Shelby then being ignored is like Lund now being ignored. But you can see in his later years, he kind of got off a little bit on the weird sauce, you know? You know what else I was blowing off in the weeds? Your dad. Whoa! <laughs> Boy, Mr. Shelby, you are something else. You're a gem. Even when Lund isn't in the game, there'll still be Lund tunes being distributed. Oh, God. That's funny. Imagine in like 2050, there's a resurgence of Coyote. You know how like there's cars that come and go in waves? Torino's were hot, Grand Nationals got hot again, Buick GSX's and this and this. And all of a sudden, 2050 Coyote Mustangs get hot again. And the Lund Easter eggs are still around. Oof. Unreal. Hey guys, I have a set of Roush Silver Wheels for sale. If anyone knows anyone interested, $2,000. It's like turning down Turvy. Alex, what did you use for these clones? I don't know what you're talking about. This is literally miss the man himself. Look, them Dodge years were rough. It's either Bill Dodge, GLH on me's, or sell my booty hole for 20 bucks a pop. 20 bucks a pop. And then JJ the boss got involved. I jerk off. Oh. I think of that one time a Big Chief bent over to adjust his wheelie bar, and I saw a little bit of his ass crack. Ooh. Man, if that bull ever let me ride his junk, he'd never know. Uh, oh, that's right. Exactly. Now, looky here. These be them rules for the race. Number one, jump. And I eat your ass. Number two, the chase is anal. <laughs> if you jump, we come in your booty hole. Whoa! Am I the only one that gets a hard on when Dominator races? I mean, those blue eyes are to die for. Uh. 
Wow, crazy. Man, I'll race you. How about this bet? If I win, I suck your dick. If I lose, I suck your dick twice. What a crazy bet. If I win, I suck your dick. If I lose, I suck your dick twice. Man, I'll race you. How about this bet? If I win, I suck your dick. If I lose, I suck your dick twice. Crazy. Ryan has all that fancy shit, but I know I... Now, here in the South, we do it a bit different than you Yankees. Here, buy-in is showing me your dick. And depending on the size, girth, and veins, determines the run order. Winner gets my ass. Are you man enough to run me, line up, pussy? I bet you won't race me without clothes on. <laughs> One time, Sean farted on a chair, and I ran over and sniffed it because I'm more streeter than him. That's right. You know, J.J. the Boss doesn't play that shit. And I appreciate J.J. the Boss. You know, he, he's not afraid to show his uh, softer side. <laughs> I like that race. If I win, I suck your dick. If I lose, I suck your dick twice. I love that. That's good stuff. I <laughs> Alan's got Shelby to record the same way Shelby's still signing dashes. Lund baseball Easter eggs will be there in 2100. What tire did you like better than the 8055 with the R888? Need something to hold APS on the street. The 555 for me was superior. The 888 was a little loud. The 888 was better on in the rain. Call me crazy. You get stuck in the rain here sometimes. It's Florida. But the 888 was better in the rain than the 555 for sure. Um, Shelby still signing dashes. Yeah, they they literally what they do is this: you go to Shelby HQ and they have him in a glass thing, his skeleton, and then they have strings on it. So anytime a new car is built, they take a pen and put it in his skeleton and they sign the dash like weekend at Birdies. There you go. <laughs> they charge an extra ten thousand a signature. Ah. Uh, <laughs> JJ the balls, but Burt Reynolds. Um, are you excited on anything ice coming out? Um, well, I'll be honest with you. I think the Cadillac stuff is cool. I think Dodge announced some other low run, super duper, super duper sport. You know, like imagine the motherfuckers when they heard there's only gonna be 400 super duper sport Hellcats. In Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Man, you saying, wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that they're going to be selling only 400? 400? What's that new song by Sukihana? She said she's five feet tall, but her throat is 6'6". Six, six. Did you hear that? She said her, she's only 5'5", five, five, but her throat is 6'6". Six, six. Where is it? Uh, buh, 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 buh. I got uh, I to gotta find it. Bro, and then and then you know I had to explain it to someone. I'm like, that means she's got a really deep throat. She's only five five foot, but her throat is six six. Suki, Hana, not uh, which which one is the song? Five foot Suki Hana five foot Suki Hana five foot freestyle? No, that's not it. That's not it, is it? Oh yeah, let's go. Suki Hana is back. Oh my lord. No, no, the, <laughs> I don't know who this is. I have no idea who this is. Where is Sukihana? F uh, <laughs> is it not the five foot street? Is this it? Sukihana five foot? Oh, I want to see the video. I want to see the video, dude. Dude, the nastiest shit I've ever seen. She says she's five, five, but her five foot, but her throat. Here you go. This is someone else. Ew. Oh, come on. Stop it. Where is it? This is the extended version? I don't want to get copyrighted. Oh, man. I, I saw it somewhere. It was ratchet as hell. 
Anyone got a link to it? <laughs> no, okay, forget. Sukihana stuff was wild. Super wild. Um, <laughs> five, 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 our twos are solid. 420 on the likes, right? 402 on the likes. I had to accelerate onto the street after wa washing my car at my ET Street SS's. I was swimming like quarter throttle. What do you think of the Hellcats and Trackhawks getting repoed now? That will be interesting. And yes, EPA's on the money. The new ICE cars that are exciting are going to be, unfortunately, made by Chevy. The Z, the Z06, the ZR1, and the C8 are going to be around for the foreseeable future. The most exciting car for me that I might be able to afford, for me, it's the E-Ray. I know. Bear with me, guys. I've told you from the beginning that an all-wheel drive hybrid V8 car is the way to go. And... Unfortunately or fortunately, the Corvette C8 on the street can run 10s. On the street. I mean, it can run uh, the C06. The Z06 can run, what, 10.7. But I think the E-Ray, with a little tuning help, now that Global B is a thing, and once they start coming out, an all-wheel drive C8 V8 car. Hybrid. That's exciting. Ford might have a boss variant come out and maybe a G gt500 final last hurrah but i don't have any confirmation of anything that ford is doing suki suki with the good cat exactly do new shelby's come with chewing gum that was a good question because i'm not excited for anything new right now right i would say the zr1 but again what are you going to pay two hundred thousand dollars for the zr1 what are you gonna have a 900 horsepower twin turbo flat plane crank zr1 with a hybrid drive like what the hell is that gonna do if that's a thing i showed you the turbo housings on the zr1 you if you pay attention to the show i showed you the turbo stuff for the zr1 already so a twin turbo flat plane crank potentially have a hybrid front wheel drive situation I, uh, it's game over for a lot of people like it's in a different planet no more vipers no more um well, corvettes are still around no more vipers no mustangs are going to be gone there's no ford gt so the corvette has now a monopoly on the supercar domestic game and they're going to be going up against mclaren's ford i'm sorry mclaren's and porsche's Crazy. Just get a Tesla. Hold on, before Western Chaplin Twin Turbo LS, the Dark Horse. Yeah, that, that guy, he doesn't understand what he's doing. It's just pure AIDS. I get it. It's entertainment. But as a tuner that's in an industry that's slowly dying, let's be honest, tuning will die eventually for new stuff. There'll always be a market for old, used stuff. And I think Gen 2 and under for Coyote is going to be real hot coming soon once you're not able to tune anything and once they outlaw ICE new, I'm sorry, ICE new vehicles. But I don't think it'll be like the new stuff, the volume, the, you know, the, the new stuff is what really gets the revenue coming. Did you see the CAD06 Red 9s? Yes, saw it already. Long time ago. Uh, if they have a new GT500, it needs to be manual makeup for that last disappointment. Nope. You know what they'll do? They'll do, they'll, they'll, they'll do a DCT. I don't think they'll do hybrid. Again, the S650 is the S550. It's the same exact thing. So don't expect them to do anything out of what they're already doing because it is the same 
freaking chassis, different nose, different rear, same wheelbase, same everything. Don't expect anything above and beyond than what you already see. I wonder how tuning will work with the E-Ray. I don't know, but you can't put boost in the flat plane Craig. Yeah, exactly. I'm running a G3X with a 105. I'm seeing 12 PSI, 7600 RPMs. I was shooting for 14 to 15. Am I wrong to think that I should be seeing more? It depends on what altitude you're at, Nick. If you're at 2,000 feet, no. If you're at sea level, sure. Ghost Cam tuned on new electric vet. No more exotics, let alone domestic cars. Chevy punching above their weight with the CA, and I'm here for it. Reuse of parts, exactly. If you want a manual GT500, just get a 350R and boost it. I agree. I think a flat plane GT350 2019 2020 look i want so many cars and i wish i would i'm able to look i i can't afford them but i'm trying to save for a house but you saw how the housing market is so that money's on hold and i'm going to do something else to grow the channel i can't just stop growing the channel because the housing market is in flux so i'll end up with a, a newer vehicle in the next i don't know four months or so but i got to get the notch into the tens and nines i got to get the gt500 in the eights i got to i got to get the zero one five sixty to one thirty and nines in the quarter mile and that's a that's a good jump off point to introduce a another project prostate exam or driver three valve boy prostate exams remember that guy that was talking all that shit with the with his three valve i have sold i have built and sold three cars and he still hasn't had his fucking car built. Like, imagine that he has my name in his in his in my name in his mouth all the time, saying, you know, clout chasing with my name. I'm like, bro, I have sold, I've built and sold three cars since your shit blew up. Just four more likes, please. Says four sixteen. Uh, this is it. Mustang is dead. I think so. Hey, has Lund seen any ESSF five fifties? Nope, nothing yet. The new 01 is the power plant, the McLaren P1 and Porsche 1918 Spider, hybrid turbo, small, high revving V8. Those cars are million dollars. Z01 might be more expensive soon. I agree 100%. Off topic, would you have any hairstyle? What would it be? Honestly, I got used to this. This is so low maintenance, cool in the summer. The problem is when you sweat, it goes right into your freaking eyes. So it's not a good time. No hybrid. I love hybrid. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Hybrid is the jam. If you understand how hybrid works with regenerative braking, self-charging, 200 horsepower of instant horsepower. I think the E-Ray is a winner. Alex, want to buy my Pookie-Mobile? Hell no. What improvements did they make on the 1923-50 motor? Uh, supposedly longer head studs, better rotating assembly, just stronger, beefier for boost. So the Gen 2 Predator is the 19 and 20. Sorry, Gen 2 Voodoo. I, sorry, I keep for, mixing up the 5.2s. So the Gen 2 Voodoo, is 1920 the gen 1 voodoo the least desirable is 16 through 18 358 so much better in today's market than i thought it would how many 350s have been built and crossbank cranks saw one in the form and never saw it run yeah a couple of them but they're race car stuff thoughts on the new celine s1 turbo who cares uh you're gonna get the gt500 into the h manual before tour viate gets his car running arby's is better than mcdonald's what pull would you recommend on a paxton 215010 speeder run 560 a 3-3 still waiting on turvy to build his sheet metal intake too right never heard from that and finally i'm in for hybrid if it's rear wheel drive okay guys so go out there check out all the reviews on the 24 mustang and just check off how many times we've been right for the last two years that i've been talking about the s650 aka the s550 with two samsung tablets on the dash different fenders different nose and different rear don't be surprised if most of the guys reviewing it go yeah it's exactly like the old stuff except the tablets are cool better tech and we're so happy that it's still a manual six-speed rear-wheel drive v8 that's the only thing they got going for it, that it survived. It did not innovate. 
It did not beat. It did not do anything but outlast. That's all it did. And you know how they did it? By by merging everything else into the electric world. Oh my God. The Mustang Mach-E GT. The Lightning. You're going to start seeing all these electric cars. And the only way they think they're going to be able to say they're still doing something is by offering you the same thing they've been offering you since 2018. A Gen 3 rear-wheel drive V8. All right, guys. I'm out of here. Thank you very much for hanging out with me. Thursday, I'll be back on. I'm going to attempt to get a 10R80 boosted series video up. It's been very busy. It's real difficult with all the car projects I got going on, working on them. Something, I get one fixed, the other one breaks. So that's just how it goes. I'm one person, so I'm doing my best to get you guys as much content as possible. As always, the best way to support the channel is to become a member or to do super chats or super thanks in any of the videos. Highly appreciated to get this guy getting you more content so you can learn more about the Coyote platform, Fox platform, and any other platform I decide to dip my toes into. Have a good rest of your Tuesday. I will see you guys Thursday, 8 o'clock for YDBT Daily. See you later. Bye.